Welcome back to the Mentality YouTube channel. Make sure you like this video, subscribe, turn on notifications, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the Mentality Podcast. That was so loud. Way too much energy. Welcome back to the Mentality Podcast. Nice voice crack. This week we're going to be talking about partying, drinking, and doing drugs. Enjoy. I woke up with a hangover this morning that was like enough that I was reconsidering whether I wanted to go out for drinks tonight or just drink water all evening. So, see, I don't really get hungover, so I don't really get hungover. Oh, I do. I fucking hate it. Maybe it's because I'm still young. Uh, liver's functioning well for now. Fingers crossed. Well, I've busted mine up. Yeah. Yeah, Ben's on his second liver already. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's at the back of the transplant list now. So, you're at the back anyway if you're an alcoholic. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that is true. I'm pretty no, sure it's 100% you are, yeah. true. If you're an alcoholic, you're right to the back of the list. Yeah, because you're just going to fuck up the next one anyway. And you actually can't, you can't even drink uh, once you get a liver. Yeah replacement you have to stay sober for apparently the rest of your life or you can have some minor amounts of alcohol but yeah i don't know it's pretty pretty fucked up shit yeah speaking of i don't even know how to start this episode to be honest so we're probably just gonna have to dive right the fuck in um the reason cut to us being completely uh smashed yeah, that was the goal. That's what I was going to say. The reason this episode was on the list was because originally we were going to do this as a drunken episode and uh, that did not end up happening because... We couldn't get clearance from the uh, insurance team. HR. HR didn't like it. Management didn't like it. It is 420 right now, though, so we could always... Nah. Nah. It's 420 p.m. on September the 2nd. Thanks. So it's always funny how those things line up. I literally, when you're like, I'm like, no way, and I'm like, all right. So uh, I mean, we we could have though. We could have we could have done some drunken episodes, but I mean, that would kind of leave us incapacitated for the rest of the day. And we one day we 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 can't do that right now. So if you get this video to 500 thousand likes on YouTube, <laughs> I was gonna say, feel free to have your own drunken episode at home. Please enjoy a beverage or seven or seven in your own comfort of your own home. It's really the best way to watch the Mentality Podcast. In fact, if you're sober, you shouldn't be watching. No, this isn't This isn't about you. I don't think we can actually appeal to, to people and call out specific groups. We need the fans, we need the money, we need the views. No, I'm calling them out. Okay, all right, well. As I stare directly into the camera. Yeah, I think I can feel the discomfort. Should I like walk and put my hands right up? I need to adjust this camera, hold on. Yeah, it looks like I'm... Ben doesn't like that I'm more prominently featured in the frame than him. Personally, I used to never drink, ever. Like, I would probably drink like once every... I just slurred my words there and I'm totally sober. That's what's even... That's the placebo effect, kids. I used to drink probably once a month when I moved... Oh, like, when I lived in Winnipeg right before I moved. And then I ended up moving to Calgary. And, uh... A lot of social settings, people are drinking, and when you need to meet people, you need to be in social settings. So I started drinking a lot, or like not in a bad way, but drinking a lot more than I did, which was like once a month. It would be like every weekend, go out for drinks on like a Thursday or something, Saturday, so like stuff like that. Um, so it ended up that started drinking a lot more when I moved, but people also drink a lot more in general there. So two, three drinks versus going out for a beer was a lot more common. That one caught me off guard. Yeah, I think the pandemic had a hand in that uh, over the last year. I found, especially during the time I wasn't working, um, I found there were just too many hours in the day to not drink. Like, there would just come a time a day where I was, like, bored. 
and literally yeah, yeah and it was just yeah there's just too many hours in the day to avoid it um with all that time on my hands it just sort of became which is probably not a healthy thing to start start just pounding beers when you're bored you know i was thinking about that last uh last week that the whole concept of the pandemic was people were starting to drink a lot more in their own homes just alone right yeah that was probably not the healthiest thing to be trending everywhere but everyone was doing it and everyone contributed to it but I wonder what that had and what what effect that had on people. I know some people like took time away from drinking after the pandemic, but hello, do we have a new co-host? Oh, there's a balcony right there. No one's on it though. That was fucking terrifying. <laughs> I hope that that Mike picked that up. Yeah, we actually have a studio audience this week. Yeah, they thought that was really funny when I was talking about the negative effects of drinking effects in of the pandemic. Over the pandemic. <laughs> They're like, haha, taking shots on the balcony. Yeah. But no, I mean, I was also for sure uh, guilty of drinking a lot more during the pandemic. I had a full stocked beer fridge at all times during the pandemic, basically. And I'm just like, oh, fuck it. It's like 2 p.m. Fuck it, let's have a beer. I actually took my first COVID shot as part of a Jello shot. The Moderna pack it into a Jello shot? No, my first one was Pfizer. Did you get two Pfizers? No. What'd you get second? Moderna. Crystal meth? I mean, not at the same time. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, no, I was one of those unfortunate uh, souls that had to mix their vaccine, and boy, did that ever fuck me right around. Oh, yeah, I got fucked up by that, too. Um, I don't know, I think... Uh, Sorry, looking at the notes, it's really obvious here. Um, <laughs> fuck, I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> I don't know why that struck me as so funny. <laughs> I uh, so basically, I feel like since the pandemic started, I've I'm I'm not gonna say it's an unhealthy relationship because I feel as though at any point I could just stop drinking altogether if I really wanted to. That's what you think. But uh, no, I mean, I, I do enjoy like what the pandemic basically did was it made me into, we talked a bit about last episode, how I like craft beers more. It helped me to explore different kinds of beers a bit more, which was kind of interesting. <laughs> I thought you were saying I like crack. <laughs> <laughs> that too, but only on Saturdays. I have a very, very uh, strict relationship with crack cocaine, so... Yeah, Saturdays are for the boys. Saturdays are for the crack. And crack. <laughs> yes, precisely. I don't know. I feel like I've been thinking about just taking a month off of drinking to see how I I feel in the mornings. Because often I find when I wake up after I've had a couple beers and I, haven't, I didn't sleep well or I was up like every hour or something. And it, what I've started to realize is that it hasn't affected my, my life when I have a couple beers while I'm making dinner one day. But it affects my sleep. So I pick and choose days more. Uh cautiously now because drinking every day during the pandemic kind of was not great for my sleep yeah it definitely affects quality of sleep i mean i went out the other night and had a couple drinks and even i knew even getting into bed i'm like yeah i'm, I'm not gonna have a good night's sleep and i, I really didn't but uh right. luckily, luckily it was a day i didn't have to be up early for for work or anything but i've never been so drunk that it's really screwed me up like i've never been blackout drunk i've never been like falling down drunk or anything so I get, um, Ben gets white girl wasted. No, I was going to say, I get to a point where there's pieces of the evening where I'll forget frequently when I'm out partying. But personally, one of the, the notes I put on here was partying versus clubbing versus going to a pub and how 
different it is. I find that partying often leads to me drinking more because everyone's just sitting there. There's so many beers accessible and just drink more. But I end up just usually forgetting pieces of the evening, never whole parts, like fully blackout. But uh, there was one time in my life where I was drinking a lot and I remember I was on the couch and the next thing I knew I was waking up in a bed. I had literally, I passed out I was that drunk. And I decided I was never going to do that again because it made me very dazed. I, I like fully woke up not knowing where I was. It was weird. Did not enjoy it. Don't recommend. Yeah, I can see how that would not be fun. Yeah, so never never did that again. That was when I was like 18. So got to live and learn, I guess. I think when you're a kid, you think you're invincible. Just in general, like you're probably like, oh, I can drink 10 beers and a few shots and I'll be fine. You know, I got a young liver for now. Yeah. But... Um, that's what you think. My big thing now is I try and, especially if, I, if I'm drinking over the course of several hours, I try to stand up and move around the room every once in a while. Because yeah. I find if you're sitting down and drinking, you have no clue how fucked you're getting. Because like the most drunk I've been, I, was sit, I sat in, uh, at a pub for like four hours. We had dinner and everything and we were, we were drinking pitchers. I don't, I don't remember how many pictures we finished, but I at the end of the night I was thinking I'm like I'm trying to count in my head how many beer I had had and I couldn't remember the full number, but I remember thinking like I'm just surprised how how sober I feel right now. I think I drive like this, and then and then you had to take a piss. <laughs> yeah, and at the end of the night I'm like okay we're leaving. Okay, I'm just gonna you know rock a quick piss before we go and I stood up and the second I was vertical I almost went horizontal in a matter of seconds I'm like okay I see what's happened here where's the bathroom all the way over there huh Ooh. you know the thing is with that is that um what do you when do you usually stand up when you're drinking at a table don't you don't because they're bringing it to you well maybe if you have to take a piss you stand up and you walk over but when you're drinking and you have one piss it always becomes more always yeah i'm pretty i got a pretty good bladder uh is that the cat you know i don't know could be my sister for all i know <laughs> anyway i like to think i have a pretty good bladder i'm pretty good about not having to you know disappear to the bathroom multiple times an evening usually if i you know started the evening empty i'll hit one before we leave and then i'm usually okay but uh yeah. i have a squirrel size squirrel bladder, bladder. Yes. It's like once an hour while I'm out. Or once every half hour. Once I've had a few. Ben's the life of the party. No, I just, I know people need a break. That's why I go to the washroom. <laughs> That's when we talk shit about you. Yeah, everyone's like, fucking, will this guy ever shut up? Fuck that guy, man. Yeah, Did I you see his glasses? What a nerd. Shut the fuck up. That was a 10th grade joke. I know. How dare you have bad eyesight? Yeah, fuck me for having bad eyesight. Yeah. But, uh, no, I feel like I prefer... The, my favorite situation to be drinking in is at a pub, at a table, sitting, not clubbing, not dancing. Fuck dancing. I'm a six foot three white guy who weighs like, looks like a fucking twig. You really think I'm good at dancing? The answer is fucking no. So, uh, table with beers in hand that cost me money and I have to pay for the consequences. That's the ideal situation. Whereas like, if I'm at home, I'll just be like, oh, I'll have another, I'll have another, I'll have another. So... Yeah, my preferred uh, preferred drinking situation is at home in the dark, alone. Is that a cry for help? <laughs> because I'm not going to offer you that. 
I didn't expect you to. <laughs> I will encourage it because it sounds like you're enjoying it. So do what you please. Some bad experiences from drinking. I already shared one of mine. Worst one off the top of my head is one night uh, me and Ben and our other friend were gaming all night online and I sat down and again I was sitting down and drinking and I had about uh, seven seven cans of uh, shitty beer and again PBR baby yeah I I wasn't going to give them some free advertising but uh, let's just say I wasn't able to drink PBR for a while after this um yeah i had about seven cans of that stuff and felt all right you know sitting down and we finished gaming probably around one in the morning and this is where the mistake was i think i would have been okay if i hadn't done this but i went downstairs and was a little hungry had some uh, had some chips and some <laughs> guacamole of all things at about 1 30 in the morning and not long after i put that bag away uh i knew i was going to be in trouble and uh Let's just say I didn't. Let, let's just say I couldn't drink PBR or eat guacamole for a while. That's a damn shame because guacamole is fucking primo shit. Actually, I don't know if I have had guacamole since then. I, every time I, I work in a grocery store and every time I walk by it, I'm kind of like, oh. you can't even when you're working in the grocery store, you can't even put it away. Someone brings it up. And they're like, I don't want this. You're like, I'm not touching it. Within a week, somebody came through my ch- my till with it and I grabbed it and I looked at it and it was kind of like, oh. <laughs> they're probably asking like, oh, what do you think of this guacamole anyways? And you're like, tastes good going down. Not on the other way. Not up. so much the other way. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like uh, I've reached a point in my life at one point where I was partying so hard repeatedly that I was puking every time I was drinking and I'm like maybe I need to start chilling out and when I did that my life became so much better because it became a two-day commitment I'm like you want to go for drinks tonight and I'm like wait do Dude, I have I anything I to have do to, I have to get up early in a week I, I need to yeah I gotta I gotta plan ahead I have a I have a work in a week so uh, sorry but uh, if you if you limit yourself it's apparently fine and I wish I would have learned that before you know 22 and a half years old but oh well you know what concept totally side note here kind of blows my mind is uh being able to go to college for three years and still not legally drink in the united states that's wild never mind that being able to go to fucking war in the united states yeah, you've been you've been in afghanistan you can, you can take years. a bullet for your country at 18 but you can't come home and have a wash it down with a with a coors even the prohibition it was obviously a stupid thing that wasn't going to work yeah. but why did they think that why do they think that the drinking age being 21 is going to make any difference at all because i don't think it will i don't know i mean it doesn't matter well it's it's not like we we're going to pretend that people aren't drinking before no they're of age i started drinking like at parties and stuff when i was like 16. yeah so everybody most people i knew were drinking when they were 15 16. i knew people who like literally would go to their cottage and their parents would like buy them alcohol because they were like, you know, we figure you guys are going to drink anyway. We'd rather like be there to supervise you at least if you're going to like right. get stupid. So that's how I spent my entire last month of high school. Cause I was done a month early. Um, we just drank and I was 17. So there's no way I should have been able to get alcohol, but no, I was walking right into the liquor store telling my friend what I wanted and he'd paid for it. Yeah. They wouldn't ID me. And one time they did, they're like, are you 18? And I'm like, yeah. Can I see your ID? No, uh, it's in the car. They're like, uh-huh, yeah, you can leave. <laughs> yeah, okay, all right. But I still got what I wanted. Uh, I just couldn't be in the store while they were buying it. Yeah, I remember being in a liquor mart. Uh, I was of age, but my friend was buying this stupid like, $8 bottle of wine uh, that his girlfriend at the time wanted. And they uh, they carded him. He's a year older than me, but he looks younger than I am. And 
<laughs> they carded him and I'm just like in the background looking around they're like can I see your ID I'm like why and they're like Cause, you know because <laughs> like what you think I would drink this shit this eight dollar <laughs> yeah, bottle of wine with an anime character on the front of it please I'm insulted here's my ID but here's <laughs> I'm like you really think I would drink this shit man jeez yeah you know here's my ID but if you have an ID you probably don't want to be drinking this <laughs> no it was uh, it, it looked like bubblegum flavored crap you know honestly I don't mind wine but uh, if it has an anime character I can't imagine it was, a, totally it was a stupid looking label and the bottle was like eight bucks I'm like I, I you know I can't believe you think I would drink this. I've paid for beers that cost more than that bottle of wine. Back in elementary, middle school, and high school, and they were teaching us about, like, alcohol. Well, I guess elementary they didn't. Um, they would always make it sound really, really bad. Like, people are going to peer pressure you into drinking. People are going to make you snort cocaine on their table at 12. <laughs> and people are going to make you shoot up crystal meth. <laughs> and you know, when I was 16, I went to my first party and they're like, do you want to, do you want another shot? And I'm like, nah, I'm good. And they're like, okay, cool. Peer pressure only came when I got older, started partying with older people, you know, people who are in their thirties, they have way more peer pressure than 18 year olds. But here's the thing, like you can always say no. So I don't know. But one thing that did surprise me is that, uh, everyone does cocaine. Well, Everyone. well, if you're in Winnipeg, you're doing meth. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess that's fair. It, it, it surprised me even more when I moved to Calgary because everyone is like, oh, yeah, yeah, cocaine at the party, N nothing weird. And to me, it was like such a culture shock because even here, I feel like everyone kind of knew that it was probably meth anyways, or there was fentanyl in it or some shit like that. But like, I don't know. I've, maybe it's because people in Calgary can actually afford it to be imported but here i don't think they could well i think that's part of the reason why like mentioned touching on fentanyl why it's a good thing that marijuana is legal now because like there were you don't know what if you're buying stuff from the street you don't know what they're cutting it with yeah that's scary you shit. know like fentanyl it like that like one little granule of that is enough to kill you basically so i mean the fact that there's actual places now where you can go and get weed and know that there's not it's not cut with anything it's not going to have anything stupid in it that could kill you i mean that to me is a weight off if if i was somebody that smoked pot but yeah i don't know i think cocaine is the isn't it really the drug of choice for young professionals isn't it is that what you said yeah is that's how i always interpret it, it seems like these, i don't know seems like these wall street dickheads uh um, you know that seems to be the the young businessman designer thing that they all do cocaine I'll stick I, might with be I might be painting in broad strokes here but i don't know i feel like if it has to go through your nose you could probably just have a cup of coffee my favorite thing is that in movies they used to use b12 as like chopped up b12 oh really yeah as the um, as the substitute because it looks like it when you chop it up but david spade told a story how he did 12 lines of that stuff for a take jesus. and he was up for like three days afterward jesus christ b12 is like an it can give you it has like an energy effect in large quantities so that's kind of hilarious actually yeah i would have loved to have seen that um i don't know i feel like the uh, peer pressure is i don't know have you had many experiences of peer pressure um yeah, because I was in, through high school. I actively did not drink. 
Like right. that was kind of, that was, I sort of was known as the guy that didn't drink or didn't do anything. So a lot of people wanted me to. Yeah, nobody ever pinned me down and like put a straw in my mouth and tried to like, you know, get me to drink a, a beer or something or get me to do anything. Nobody was trying to like offer me anything. Like they got to the point where people did stop offering me stuff because they were like, yeah, we just know you won't. So yeah, that's fair. I was definitely the life of the party back then. Let's just say. I, I, I didn't get invited. <laughs> I, well, I was going to say, I, I never got really invited to parties because I frequently would just say no to going because um, parties usually happen on Friday and Saturday night. And through cadets, I had to be there at Sunday every morning, every Sunday morning at 830. I had to be at cadets for like, there, there was two days that we would go. And uh, being out partying till late on a Saturday night does not contribute to being at cadets at 8 30 in the morning so i just really never went to parties and when i did it was just like i was the odd guy out who was never there so i don't know it's not like i really gave a shit um probably looking back i probably put more weight on it than it even mattered um because you know that's affected my life so greatly now not yeah i mean i don't know what the whole emphasis is i've i mean i'm pretty introverted in general like the whole emphasis the whole thing with parties was always kind of foreign to me it was never something that i was super super like felt that i was missing out on because mm -hmm. i was always more content to like sit in my room and listen to an album yeah you know i just it's not that i don't like people because i remember going through a phase where i thought i was weird because i didn't like doing that because everyone else was doing it and i remember thinking like why is everyone else all keen on this and i'm at home listening to a record all the time and you know through trial and error you just kind of realize like oh i'm just not a party guy like I, I like seeing people i like hanging out with my friends but i it's definitely not an everyday every weekend type thing that's the thing with high school though right is everyone does the same shit and i feel like everyone always thinks like oh after high school we're gonna save friends and then you realize no. the only reason that you were friends was because you were convenient. in high school yeah because you were seeing each other every day not whether you liked them or not yeah no like i I'm trying to think how many people from high school i actually still talk to it's got to be less than 10. I, I couldn't even I, I could probably count them on one hand well should we <laughs> just that's some great podcasting let's just sit here and list just off list people. names that have let's no just sit here and list off names that no one's gonna know except for us I, actually interesting I don't think I've ever seen other than that one time where we were playing Grand Theft Auto where you were slightly intoxicated was it noticeable no I had no idea how do you act when you're drunk I get real talkative I've noticed um which I don't like. It's really funny because <laughs> the couple times where I've been uh, inebriated enough to notice that I was like out of it, I get real talkative and I can't stop. And I'm aware that I'm talking too much and I can't stop. And it's really annoying because in my head I'm going, shut up, shut up, shut up, because I just keep rambling, 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 yeah. and I can't stop. So I try to, uh, once... Once I start really yapping and repeating myself, that's when it's time to cut me off. I do the same, um, but I've been told I'm also really intense when I'm drunk and that like I want to have an intense conversation about something. I've definitely had a few politics conversations while drunk. Let me tell you, that's not ideal because everyone else at the party is like, would you shut the fuck up, please? Yeah, well, everyone else at the party votes conservative, so. Well, actually, no, that was, that was a weird thing, but I don't know. I, I I will talk about anything when I'm drunk. I don't really have limits. That's the problem. I'll someone brings something up, I'll keep talking about it. But um, I don't know. Uh, that one time, I could definitely tell you're being talkative. Now that you say it, 
I also remember you saying that you were struggling with the driving portion of Grand Theft Auto. Oh, did I? That's. I think so. I think so. And then uh, that was immediately followed it up that evening with you texting me and saying that we should record an episode of this podcast has no name the name of our former podcast Rest and then peace. two weeks later we were planning this podcast so it wasn't that quick but oh was it yeah see i don't even remember that yeah that definitely happened and i was like absolutely not i'm not recording a podcast episode at 12 30 in the morning but hey something must have happened that was noteworthy because that was Probably me being that out of it, because it doesn't happen often. Yeah, I, I think it would have been an interesting episode for me to experience, but I don't think... I think Ben would have loved editing that. Yeah, as you're over the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> Microphone in one hand and throwing up. And then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wonderful. That'll holding be my hair back content. in the other. It's a good thing that wasn't a video podcast. So you mentioned earlier about being an introvert, and I've started to realize recently that I actually really enjoy kind of just... Uh, being at home I enjoy like I don't I don't want to go to these huge parties I mean I'll go to a concert and stuff like that like EDM shows but um, I'm certainly not a big fan of uh, going out to like a bunch of different bars bar hopping going out on the popular avenues where people have there's all these bars lined up that is not really for me I'll like have a couple people over I'll go hit a pub for some drinks go to someone's house but like I think the what we were talking about with high school and that everyone was doing the same thing. Back then I was such an introvert, so the parties I didn't really enjoy anyways. Now I'm like, all right, let's do let's do parties because it's not going out. It's easier. So um, social settings, being in social settings, I find um, it's like taxing, I guess, especially when it comes to drinking. Yeah. Um it's weird because like everything I get told is I was a really outgoing kid up until about junior high and something changed in me I guess around then where I just stopped stopped being really outgoing and started staying in a lot more and doing my own thing and it's just carried on to now I I can't really pinpoint why it's so I think about it sometimes but also I'm just I guess it's just who I am I mean, concerts, if you think about it, like, that's not really an out, not really an extroverted activity because it's not like you're talking to people anyway. No. Like, that's the thing I've almost, there's so frequently now, like, there's been bands that come here that I want to see, and my taste in music is so different from the people I hang out with that I have a difficult time finding somebody to go with me. And then I dawned on me, I'm like, why don't I just go alone? It's not like I can... It's not like if we went to a concert, I could talk to you anyway. No, so, no, you're in same the with zone. a comedy show. Like you're not really there to talk; you're there to to watch the show. So, and the likelihood is is that you'd um, you'd meet you could meet people at that concert that you would go with. I would think if you were looking, but yeah, I'm sure I, I could go. On, I mean, with the age of social media, I'm sure I could find somebody in in the in the city that likes the band that I could you know probably vet beforehand don't want to show up and meet a serial killer but you know that took a turn yeah that sure did well, i don't know you know craig's that was list like that went from zero to a hundred but you're getting murdered that's just how i am man point actually i guess i never really thought about that i go to shows a lot of the time with people but uh yeah you don't really you talk to them after the show's over before before the show starts but yeah but not during no i mean like it's so loud you can't even oh hear yeah like i i only recently and i wish i had done this when i was younger only recently did i actually start wearing ear protection to concerts yeah, really especially because i go to a lot of metal shows 
and like everybody has that sensation like where you go to a concert and like your ears are ringing a bit when you yep. get home and for me it always would be gone by the next day and then until a couple of years ago i went to a godsmack concert and where i was sitting was like kind of directly in line with the speaker and i got home and like my ears were ringing real hard and then i like oh you know this always happens when i go to a show it'll be gone by the morning woke up the next morning it was i it was the same like it was not any less than when i got home the night before yeah and i was like fuck it took almost a week i went to a punk rock show back in 2019 right before covid was it no effects it was a uh, local no bad uh, but they were playing in a basement bar type thing like they do all sorts of shows they have a stage up uh, a restaurant upstairs and then you go downstairs for your show later in the evening that's the way this business works and the only thing is is that there's speakers surrounding the area where people are standing so no matter where you are you have always got speakers surrounding you and basically i went home that night and my ears were ringing and woke up the next morning and i couldn't hear it in my left ear it wasn't ringing i just could not hear so i had to tell everyone to go to my right side when I was talking to them, like I worked in retail back then too. So people probably thought that I was like fucking partying hard on a Thursday night. And I sure fucking was, but, uh, no, it was, uh, concerning. But when I went to the couple shows I went to this summer, they were all outside. So the noise kind of disperses yeah. and there was like thousands of people there. It wasn't like a group of a hundred people in a tiny little show. So my ears were fine. It was yeah. actually fine. There was not even a little bit of ringing. So I definitely have a little bit of lingering tinnitus that I hear. It's it's only really when it's like quiet, you can kind of hear it a bit, which is, you know, I sleep with a fan on, so it doesn't really bother me, but I definitely have done some damage to my hearing with all the concerts I've gone to. You know, um, the different like wavelengths of sound that you can hear as you're younger and as you get older, you hear less and less of them. Have you listened to one of those recently or tried one of those tests? man i can hear so much less than i could hear when i was 16 it's fucked up yeah well it freaked that one freaked me out especially because i play music so ears are kind of important yeah it's just just a little important for playing music so i at that point i was like hey i need to not fuck around with this anymore because if i if i go deaf that's it for me uh so i went out and bought like proper professional like earplugs like shelled out probably a hundred bucks for a pair of Damn. like good quality ones that will last. That's pretty so, good. So yeah, I was like, I can't fuck around with this anymore. That was, that was, I really thought I was going to have like really bad permanent tinnitus because it took almost a week to go away. Yeah. I'm pretty protective of my, my, uh, I guess, I guess you'd say body. Like I don't want to break a bone. I don't want my ears damaged. I want my eyesight to be as good as it possibly can because it's already not great. But I mean like, I'm not here like I'm not here saying that I think I'm gonna you know you could die tomorrow whatever shit happens um, and I understand that but I'm gonna try and make sure I have ears and eyes and shits while I am here so I don't know I don't do dumb shit ears like, and eyes and shit <laughs> I, you know the ears and eyes do not shit but that is an, also an important thing no, if your ears and eyes are uh, are doing that you need to, to talk to, to a doctor probably right away uh anyways that that's it i think do you have any final words you want to tell people to encourage them to take a shot perhaps oh i mean if you've got to this point in the episode and you're not completely smashed then you're doing it wrong all right that's it for this episode we're gonna be back next week next we're gonna be talking about influences and role models yes i did just look back at the notes because i totally forgot what we're gonna be talking about so if you want to watch that you want to listen to that go subscribe on youtube like the video of this podcast get ready for the next week's podcast if you're not following on spotify 
Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts, you should be. So go follow, go subscribe, and we'll see you next week.